Hi folks, welcome to the next edition of Serverless Crack with uh, myself Dave Anderson. I'm author and contributor at the Serverless Age and technical fellow at Bizarre Voice. Hi, Mark McCann. I'm architect at Globalization Partners and author and contributor at the Serverless Edge. Hey everybody, Mike O'Reilly, um, contributor to Serverless Edge and a architect with Globalization Partners. Hello. Cool. So uh, we're currently talking about, we have our book coming out in a few months time, uh, The Value Flywheel Effect. And we thought we'd kind of deep dive into the, the value flywheel and that model we've created, which we, we talk about in the book. So we've, um, we've went over the, the, the general flywheel, which has got four phases. Um, some clarity of purpose, challenge, next best action, and long-term value. And uh, we're deep diving into each one of them. So today we're going to deep dive into challenge, which is phase two. So by challenge, it really, it's really about the, um, the environment. And once you have a strategy, do you, do you have the right environment to kind of challenge that? And I think we've certainly found this hugely important, but um, anything you want to share about what that challenge phase is? Yeah, I mean, um, so I think last week we were talking about clarity of purpose and setting direction. And I think part of bringing people along is you have to create an environment where they can really question that purpose and challenge the direction. But also it's about doing it in a, in a safe and you know constructive fashion you know so there's a lot of things that kind of go into it that i find is like you know what sort of techniques do we leverage for challenge you know what sort of environment do we challenge uh, allow challenge to to occur within you know and so i think that that phase is kind of really that you know and you know how do teams um participate in, in it you know like we um, we talk about like the, the socio-technical organization, you know, we've got different types of teams, different types of needs. Um, they, they process information different sort of types of ways. So it's all about like, you know, how do we talk to, the, to each other? How does the organization collaborate and communicate? So it's a, it's a fairly big, it's a fairly meaty topic to kind of unpack when you, when you do sit down and, and, and think about it. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely something that you, you don't want to... Um your architects or your leaders do every towering of this stuff and, and imposing um, this is the direction this is where we're going you want to do it together right? you want to do things in a collaborative facilitated way that invites challenge right so like a lot of the techniques that we use like world mapping event storming threat modeling whatever right they're done as a team they're done collaboratively so that people have an opportunity to challenge the process, challenge the artifacts, but they're not challenging sort of individuals, right? So I think it's very important. There's techniques and processes and practices that you leverage are open for challenge and invite challenge. It's not here, here's my PowerPoint deck and here's all my slides and this is what we're going to do and you make it so, right? You want to invite that challenge because you want to have a good feedback loop on, hey, I think this could be better. I think this could be improved. I think, you know, and you, you, want, to, you want to invite that because especially in you know, high-performance organizations and in the cloud, things move very fast. So you can't know it all. It's just impossible, yeah. right? So you want to give the best of everybody the challenge. Well, I mean, you would challenge the people kind of listening to this. Have you ever really fully understood anything by listening to a PowerPoint? No. no. If you really want to understand something, well, you have to dig into it. You have to really ask questions. You have to make sure you understand it. So really, it's kind of to your point, Mark, it's really about understanding it, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. As my um, 
challenge is so important. So my computer science teacher told me at school, show me the person who knows it all and I'll show you the fool. Um, yeah. um, which is very yeah. wise advice. Yeah. I think the concept of challenge is often misunderstood. Challenge is a good thing in a good environment. You want to take that feedback, sure. but in a bad environment, challenge is actually very dangerous, damaging. Yeah. And so really this whole area is around the engineers because certainly what we found in our career is the engineers know all the nuts and bolts, the nooks and crannies of the system. And if you silence their voice, you're going to lose out on a huge amount of value. Yeah. If you create a good environment that your engineers can come along and point things out and maybe point out where things won't work or be bringing new ideas, you get a much richer and better system. So designing your organization and your and your tech around that is why well, I think it's absolutely critical. Yeah, I think so. I think it's setting up the team as the fundamental unit of delivery and making sure that the organism's flipped on its head so that, you know, everything is there to enable those teams to deliver you know, the value to the, to the customers um, aligned to the clarity of purpose, right? So it's, it's you know, all the, all the leaders, all the architects and you know, the senior sort of you know, leadership teams, they're there to enable and empower those teams to deliver the best outcome they can, right? So it's, 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 it's flipping that hierarchy, really. You know, the team is at the top of the pyramid in the hierarchical point of view, and we're there to enable and support them. And I think that's, that's, what, that's the type of environment you want to set up for success. Because the team knows the most. You want to give the people with the most context, the most information, you know, the ability to make decisions and have rapid feedback loops to validate if their decisions are good or bad. So creating that environment is, is critical for success. When we talk about the, the why, why is challenge important? And it's really, if you're going to hire a load of really smart engineers, your best technical strategy, you just be get out of their way, yep. you know, make sure they know what the, what the goal is and get out of their way. And, and that's where it gets a bit funny because you got to put in the right, um, you know, the right supporting systems to make sure people can work effectively. Um, yeah. and, and that's, there's a massive, I think, in traditional leadership, there's a massive struggle with the team carving their own way. People really don't like that. But um, it's it's really that idea of you know if you're going to hire smart people, let them do their work. Yeah, you want you want to put in enabling constraints as well that that guide them along the path. You know, you want to be able you want to enable teams to go really fast, but you want to do it in a secure, well architected you know, way, right? So that you're not going fast and creating loads of technical debt. So part of that environment for success is making sure that the guardrails are in place that that enable them to go fast but responsibly. Yeah, and I think that's. So I think you can, a few things there is like the, you know, the, the, the organization, the team has to understand what type of team they are. They, we have to understand how those teams communicate and, you know, how they're, they're operating within the, 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 the organization was as a system of, of teams, you know, like, um, you know, but as well, we have to understand, I kind of think a big part of this is really understanding where we are in that particular journey too. You know, I think this is where you can kind of get into leverage and, you know, in the book, we definitely talk about different types of mapping and mapping within certain contexts. You know, like so, if you're an organization at the minute, you're trying to get up and running, you're trying to define your your team topologies, you're you're trying to set up your system, and you're trying to set up the environment for challenge. But you know, well, actually, in order to get here, we have to move this from A to B to C. You know, and I think this is where you can kind of get into the the mapping, and and I think the challenge as well is it's a it's a good way to feedback. Okay, well, it's a good way that for you know, empathy to occur. So like the leadership is saying, we're going here and the team are saying, well, we need to do this. And then leadership will acknowledge, yep, we know that. So we're going to, this is why we're doing these sorts of things. 
So we've done that with Wordly Maps in the past. Uh, map your stack, you know, map your platform, map your 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 area, you know, your, um, your business. So I I think those sorts of things can really help you work out your position and yeah. you know what are those big things that we need to move in order to create, you know, set up that org to be operating in the way that we're we're discussing. So mapping your org capability and and your in your environment, do you have the capabilities to do the things that will set you up for success? Do you have expertise on secure development or worldly mapping or serverless or whatever and what are you going to do to start to evolve them to get them in place for the teams right because you don't want to say hey we're going serverless and then not give them any support or enablement to to actually get there right so you want to map out your or capability to see where you should be investing and where you should be and putting in those components to, to enable the teams to go fast yeah because if you've uh if you've uh, your leadership is saying yep we're going to get our door scores to up to elite you're in a monolithic stack and you're, you're you're running all your own infrastructure and you know you can pull a, a wordly map together to say well a lot of our stuff is in custom build and we're losing all this stuff the operational kind of concern what are we doing to fix that you know it's a good good sort of challenge type point you know we need to invest in you know our move to serverless or to reduce our operational burden so that we can then do more delivery or or, or can get 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 further along in the the loose door score. So it's 100% Mark. Like I, I think it's such a useful, it's, a, it's such a useful communication tool, um, collaboration tool for those sorts of um, conversations and to be able to challenge in a nice constructive fashion. I think the, the last thing I think for this one is around that, that pathway to production, making sure you have um, a rapid feedback loop into the hands of real users. And you know, part of that environment for success is making sure that, you know, from idea to production is as optimal as possible and removing any of those impediments to that sort of flow of value to, to end users. So a lot of that environment for success is making sure that, you know, you have a really well-oiled pathway to production so that, you know, you're not waiting months and sometimes years for feedback on the things that your teams are working on. Yeah, definitely. So what happens, we, we talked a lot about wireless and why, why it's needed. What happens if we don't have it? What happens if we don't have a good environment for challenge? We talked about the importance of it. What happens if you just you skip over this bit, ignore it? Yeah, so I think you know, some of the things you'll start to see is people will disengage, right? They'll feel that they're not listened to and you know, um, they'll, they'll leave eventually, right? Especially if they're talented engineers. If they're not feeling that they have an avenue to challenge or, or contribute or give their give their opinion, then you know, that, that, that lack of engagement will, will drive them away. Um, I also think that you're, you're not getting the best out of your, your teams. So again, you're you're not going to be able to, to 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 meet your clarity of purpose or meet your goals because you know they're you know they're they're just following a plan that was decided way in advance and there's no there's no pushback on that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. as well. I mean, go ahead, Mike. No, no, I was just going to kind of back up that what Mark was saying. I, I kind of feel like it's you know you can you, you will see frustration and, and people will um, you know not feel part of the process. Yeah, and, and again, those teams interaction modes will then be suboptimal, right? So there'll be lots of teams doing the same things, lots of teams they're trying to do um, lots of repeat work because there's no way to challenge how you actually be doing this or you should be doing that. You know? So if your socio-technical sort of topologies are not set up properly, you, you'll you know you'll see a lot of uh, teams competing with each other instead of enabling and empowering each other. That's a good point. The socio-technical is a good one. It's a mouthful, like, but that that intersection of people and technology and Critical. There's a people always see two systems. There's a system of all the employees in the company, and then the system the technology you're working on. You have to bring those two together and look at them. 
through the same lens. And that's something that I, I think architects have to do because it's, it's hard for any of the other uh, leaders to do that because they maybe see one half, of not the other. You need to see both, make them work together. And I think that's going to be a massive area going forward. And one of the original writings talked about DP1 and DP2 systems, purpose-based and function-based. And function-based was just everyone does their own different yep. job function and they, they rarely work well together. It's the old factory. But um, it's really interesting. I, I think challenge is probably the, probably the deepest chapter in the book, but but um, but that's the crack anyway. We'll leave it at that yep. Good conversation. Uh, so if you want to see more, have a look at the blog, uh, theserverlessedge.com and check out on Twitter at Serverless Edge and um, have a look on the YouTube channel. Thanks very much. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye.